hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. I was talking to a mutual friend of ours mm. um, and friend of the show, Rachel Robison. Friend of the show, of course. And I know we we make a big deal about it's we're out of the holiday season. We're all holiday season. Can't talk about it. But she did pose a great thought. So I'm I'm going to this week, instead of doing a Will stupid thought, we're starting with a Rachel stupid wow. thought. Wow. It's some not really going to stupid Listen, out. some Actually, of you fools don't stick around for the end of the podcast, so you're like, who's this Rachel? You should stick <laughs> around for the end. Shame on you. Stick around for the end of the podcast. Yeah, we always do a segment Calling at the very out. end. So <laughs> stay stay tuned for that. But uh, th- this isn't a Rachel stupid thought. This is more of a Rachel asks. Sure. And I thought it was an interesting question of what to you constitutes an item that is a stocking stuffer? Well, off the bat. It's got to fit in the stocking. Yes. If it's not fitting is- in the stocking, like, get out of here with your, like, you know, trying to fit a skateboard in the stocking. None of that. You are, All right. You are not fitting a Costco giant you're not teddy it. bear into that thing. or Because it would look like you're terribly trying to either put a sock on it or trying to kidnap it in a bad yes. way. <laughs> I think there's also an implied price limit. Like, the mm. thing really shouldn't be more than, like, 10 to 15 bucks max. Like, if it's more than that, like, it's a separate gift. That's just a gift at that point. You know? Yeah. This is these are good because uh, I I had similar thoughts when asked this, but then I was like, technically you could get a lipstick that is tiny, but right. it's like five hundred dollars. <laughs> like and or, or like someone like stocking. putting like you know a a, a watch into a, a stocking. It's like no, yeah. that is an item that I'm going to take time to appreciate. A, a, a stocking I almost want to be able to rip through and be like, oh, some candy. Oh, some uh, yeah, lip balm. Oh, like a candle. Oh, like, you know, just like, oh, this and that and this and that. And it's like each one is thoughtful, but it's mostly about the experience of being like, bam, 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 bam. I'm getting a bunch of stuff really fast. The quick hits. The the key, like, c- touchstones, I think, for a lot of stocking stuffers, candy, like you candy. already said. Little little chocolates. Yes. Um, little, I'm going to say like toiletries sometimes I've gotten. I've gotten yep. like little sticks of, of deodorant. Yep. Um, socks I think can fit into a I stocking, would say but also, that is disappointing. I would say subcategory potentially of that is uh, funny clothing item, like pair, mm. pair like boxer pair that has like different cartoons on it or some, yeah, something. Like, like something supposed to be kind of goofy. Yeah. Or similarly, ass. like yeah. it's like socks that are covered in different hot dogs or something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i think i probably have received those socks at some point probably because i i do have uh your big hot pizza, dog guy <laughs> pizza boxer briefs so <laughs> at least i have that which now that i think about it i don't know where those are i think i lost them which is not a great <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait how do you lose so, boxers where did you take somebody, them off and then not somebody, recoup those some, 
homeless man is like, finally, I found the holy grail. I, I've been wanting bucks and breach for so long. Oh, these tiny whiteies are stocking. These tiny whiteies are really Lucy brownies. Really <laughs> look at them. Oh, nasty. Yeah. But it, yeah, I think uh, those are the key. I think it's size and it's price. Edible things two. usually, I would say, find their way into the stocking. Knickknacks. I think knickknacks is a good Nick term knacks. for a lot of things. Yeah. But in Segment City, stocking stuffers are what you shoplift and then you put in your socks. That's what we call <laughs> oh. <in> Segment City. <laughs> and, stocking and stuffers. You, the things you stuff in a stocking before you beat somebody's ass. Like batteries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you took it even darker. <laughs> I didn't expect you to go darker with that. I thought it was going to go lighter. Looks like somebody who just has uh, some kind of strange leg disease. Like, <laughs> yeah, nothing <laughs> to see here, the, officer. <laughs> the biggest calves in the world. Like, why is your calves so lumpy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that have, the new GI Joe in your sock? Is that a stocking in your stockings? Double stocking. That stocking, stocking stuffer of stockings. But my name's Will Kane, and you know what? I put on my stockings one leg at a time, just like everybody else. And I'm Theosopakos, and I don't think I qualify. I'm too big to qualify as a stocking stuffer. I think I'm just too big. <laughs> I wouldn't fit in there. You are cheap enough, though. Yeah, well, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's true. But, but uh, this is a podcast in which Theo and I, ooh, we dumpster dive our way through the internet, and we collect all those good comedy morsels, and we put them into segments. We package mm -hmm. them up. And I'm just going to blow past what we already did our, our, our Rachel asked for this week. So sure. I'm just going to jump right into in the news. Ooh, tell me about it. I got a couple. I'm going to I'm going to uh, subheading this in the news environmental edition. Mm, OK, nice. Very environmental. Um, this is from NPR. Uh, all three of these articles are from NPR. Uh, this one is from. Let's just pat ourselves, on, pat ourselves on the back for good, uh, good, accurate NPR. news reporting from NPR National Public Radio, supported uh, by listeners like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, that was too loud. I should. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this is <laughs> the title of the article is "A Car-Sized Tumbleweed Made Quite a Scene on a California Highway." That's a big tumbleweed. That's a big I, guy. You got to see this tumbleweed. Oh my god. It's like the size of an elephant. That's a big guy. That's huge. They started what's the easiest observation in the world. A giant tumbleweed, roughly the size of a Volkswagen Beetle, was yep. spotted hurtling its way <laughs> down a four-lane road in California this yeah, week. Yeah, because it's directly next to the picture yeah, like directly <laughs> next to a hatchback. It looked yes, yes, congratulations. <laughs> they have a banana for scale <laughs> next to this banana. Uh, the Junty Brown Bundle of Brush, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they, they're having fun with it, uh, was captured on video and posted on Tuesday on X, formerly known as Twitter, where it was gathering a number of fans, of number of fans, I, what the fuck is up with people <laughs> on the internet that are just like, woo, tumbleweed, uh, who have compared it to a giant hairball, belly lint gone wild, and the critters from the eponymously named 1986 sci-fi horror movie, Critters. Critters. Uh, it's a little, it's a little uh, real life Katamari Damacy happening here. You're gonna roll up, gonna scoop up that car, gonna roll up some people, gonna scoop them up, gonna keep adding to the ball, keep growing it and growing it. 
there's just a person in there. Like, like, oh, help, help, help. <laughs> help me. Uh, the poster of the video offered no information about the bouncing plant carcass other than to say it was, quote, the mother of all tumbleweeds. Uh, <laughs> but I I did learn something from this article because I, I don't know anything about tumbleweeds, I figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that tumbleweeds are just like a dried up plant that it just breaks off from the root and it just tumbles for uh, distributing seeds? Yeah, it's a, it's an actual like plant that this is its reproductive strategy. This is the yeah. thing it does. What a fucking wild! Yeah, <laughs> pretty crazy. Evolution's wild. Nature's just crazy. Because like, that imagine if anything else repro- reproduced that way. Like <laughs> if we turned into a mummy and it's like, oh, I feel my time. I feel my time. Break my legs, please. Wings, then, take me away. <laughs> you just, just start, tumbling like, a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> if it was ugh, if it was any mammal, it. it would be disgusting. We would not be yeah, happy be, with that. Bodies was, just I mean, running around and being blown all over the place. Spraying our seeds. Ugh. Ugh. You know, yeah, ugh, no, nasty. I don't like that. Um, but they they uh, go into. I mean, that's just kind of the main thing of the article. But they also cite other uh, like catastrophes based on tumbleweeds. Catastrophes. Which, uh, yeah. So would. Which might we'll maybe get into uh, <laughs> these as other articles, but they cite in 2002, a, or 20, two, 2020, I'm sorry, um, a swarm of tumbleweeds took over a stretch of Washington State Highway that piled up to 30 feet high in some places. Oh my God. Cars and trucks were trapped for hours. Authorities dumbled, dubbed it Tumblegeddon. Tumblegeddon. A, a, a couple, a couple Come of years on down later, to Sky Zone for Tumblegeddon. We're going to bounce you right out of your socks. <laughs> Tumblegeddon would be a great name for one of those trampoline places. Uh, a couple of years later, about 100 homes in Victorville, California, were seemingly swallowed up by thousands of prickly tumbleweeds that were strewn about by 50 m- miles per hour winds. It looked like a war of tumbleweeds, <laughs> like we we're being invaded. Victor resonant like Brian Like we were being invaded? They're coming yeah. for our jobs. <laughs> uh, but apparently this happens a lot. Tumbleweeds are just a fucking menace. Yeah, because yeah. tumbleweeds predate roads and mass transit. <laughs> <laughs> just like, back in the day, wagons figured it out. But then cars, they, what are they going to do? Self-driving cars? <laughs> do they have an a entire thing for tumbleweeds going around those tumbleweeds? I don't think so. I don't think so. You need a cow catcher, a modern day cow catcher for your tumbleweed. And then, <laughs> bonus, you can you can mod it so it flings it into the lane next to you and just distracts the guy oh, next to you. You get to pass oh, we're him. Just, we're going full Mario Kart. Where yeah, that's this is the, good. The banana. You can blind yeah. to the person next to you. Wonderful. Uh, this is another article from May 29th, 2023. A fluorescent green Venice canal is beguiling residents. Did they Police drop are some, on the case. They dropped some glow sticks in there? What's going on? This is, um, it is literally glow strict glow stick green i'm sending you a is picture it, of it too is it uh it, is it time for the new ghostbusters movie yet oh no. that's a lot of nickelodeon slime Kids yes, choice awards is, taking place in is, venice 2023 if the slime from uh ghostbusters 2 was uh green instead of the weird purple pink i think it was uh then absolutely this would be I like this it because there's a man views. there's a man in the photo who is dangling his legs towards the water as Half if he's quite relaxed. He's quite relaxed for what color this water is. It is it is neon green. Yeah. Um something's in the water in it of Italy's famed Grand Canal in Venice. 
Venetians woke up to a mysterious patch of fluorescent green in the central waterway on Sunday. The verdant stretch hugged an embankment near the Rialto Bridge and appeared to spread as the day went on, based on images posted on social media. So they're they're working to figure out what happened. Um, <laughs> I don't and, know what and, happened. Okay, we had a lot of a lot of toxic sludge from the pizza factory, and we don't know what happened. Okay, people, so, <laughs> people, city councilman Andrea Pegorero Pegorero um, blamed climate activists. CNN reported who have been targeting Italian cultural sites in recent months. The group huh. Ultima Generazi. Generazioni, uh, was, which has poured charcoal into fountains in Rome at least three times since April in protest, told the network that the green coloring wasn't us. This one, wasn't this us. one was us. Hey, <laughs> wasn't come us, on, right? it's, not, it's not us, come on. You think, hey, we love the environment, and this green goop, that looks bad for environment. That's so it bad. couldn't be bad, it couldn't be us. I do have a follow-up to this, because I was going to end this with, oh, we'll figure out more information. And then I was like, no, I, they probably have more information by now. It's happened far uh, enough and they ago, did. yeah. Uh, testing showed the presence of fluorescein, uh, an environmentally harmless dye that can be used to locate blood at crime scenes and diagnose eye injuries. <laughs> you imagine they dump it into the river and it just starts glowing like red. It's like, <laughs> it's full of blood. It's full of blood. <laughs> Uh, they say it's not dangerous but could cause rare problems for individuals Um, they do also say I don't they said that it only takes a tiny amount um, the quantity of dye at least two pounds of the dye they threw two pounds of dye in this fucking feel like that much yeah Um, the usual amount is just a small spoonful per the BBC's Laura Gozi. So hmm. apparently these <laughs> they just have big bags. <laughs> They're just like <laughs> dumping it in, making jello a canal. I like that they they specifically mentioned that in large quantities it can it can cause some problems for people. Because if you're interacting with the Venetian canal water at all, you you're going to have a problem. That oh, is yeah, not absolutely. clean water. Do not drink think, it, do not go in it. <laughs> if anything, it cleared up the water. <laughs> right. Anything. But Everyone's like, "Well, this is clearly bad. We should stop dumping for the day." But I do like them being like, "Normally you only need a few sp- like, oh, a canal like this, you only need a few spoonfuls." And they're dumping all this. How wasteful. Like how wasteful. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Um, but I did save my favorite article for last. All right. Uh, this is from September 12th, 2023. Cascades of red wine flood a city streets in Portugal after a huge tank rupture. <laughs> yes, the wine reserves. Let them flow. Let the wine flow. <laughs> and I'm sending you a picture of this as well because it is. <laughs> oh, my God. It's legitimately like shot. flowing down the street like Oh my god! It, yeah, it's like kind of ominous. Wall. It's it is like the purpley red of of wine, and like there's a car in the road that's sort of like being a little. Its tires are are, are being submerged a little bit. It's a lot. It's a lot of wine. That's a lot of. It's wine. It's a lot. It if you're standing here, it would probably it could It'd probably maybe be like, get up to your knees. I would say like yeah, shins. It's shin level. Yeah, it's it, your shoes are. If you have white shoes on, you're done. They're they're not white shoes. Anymore. You got to play that off like they were always burgundy at that point. Oh yeah, these <laughs> yeah are, oh these are the burgundy colorway. You this is rare, limited release. <laughs> they what, what only release the, this in Portugal once a decade when they burst the dams. <laughs> <laughs> what about the bottoms of your pure white short shorts? Well, um, <laughs> well, they, you know it's a new style. Fashion, of choice. Fashion. fashion to make it look like blood spatter. Um, 
There is so much surplus red wine in Portugal, it's flooding the streets. I love when they start with a pun like that. (laughs) Just like, fucking get these Portuguese. Uh, There's one way of deciphering the incredible scene that unfolded in São Lourenço de Barro. I'm terrible at these names. Um, São Lourenço de de Barro, a small town where millions of liters of wine recently overwhelmed the roads. The roughly 2.2 million liters of wine. That's a lot of liters. Which is uh, over half a million gallons. Uh, poured out of two burst tanks at Distilleria Liviria. Wait, two burst tanks? Dist- meaning each one had 1.1 million. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> that means they made yeah. 1.1 million liters of a single type of wine. Like I think of, I think of wine in terms of mm. the unit of bottles. Like, you're like, oh, this one is like a Pinot Grigio. Oh, this or one like is barrels. Sauvignon Blanc or the, whatever. The next, yeah, next thing up is a barrel. Barrel, wine. right? But this is this is like mega tank. This is mega tank. This is yeah. gigantic. The, I think this must be like, I, they didn't say at what point in the process. They, I presume it was when they're making it. You know? Are they like, prepping I don't for it, the king's feast? Are they going to untap <laughs> these and have a grand finale? Worldwide. They're worldwide. Um so at this distillery uh, on Sunday, according to the local newspaper Diario de Coimbra, uh, a viral video of the scene shows a river of wine coursing down a hilly street, sluicing over its curbs. The company issued a statement saying it profoundly laments the incident, pledging <laughs> to bear the cost of the cleanup, which I got to say for in America, that's refreshing because we yeah. <laughs> We've had companies blow up trains and they're like, what do you want us to do about it? We have it? companies that make big whoopsies and then other companies swoop in for the positive PR of cleaning it up because the other company won't do it. Remember BP, the oil spill, when when Dawn swooped in and was like, we're the soap company. Oh, we're the yeah, soap we're, guys. We'll do little, it. These little ducks. Look at how <laughs> and it's I think to clean I all think, the oil off of them. Yeah, I think to this day, they still advertise like greasy birds and Dawn soap. Greasy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these greasy birds here. We got a lot of greasy birds. This ever happened to you? You got a bird, but it's all way too greasy because you dunked it in gasoline? Oh, geez. Look at this bird. All he gets is Uber Eats every day. He lived with his parents, (laughs) and he only plays League of Legends. Look at how greasy he is. Get a job, bird. Get a job. Get some dawn on you. Maybe you'll get a lady then. (laughs) It's like the Axe body spray for birds. (laughs) It's like the bird just like sprays it, and all the ladybirds are like, oh, yeah. (laughs) The ladybirds Axe. That, that the other lady birds are like, so he got into some oil, and that means that he's he smells like Dawn. That means he was like fucking around in oil. No, that's what I'm saying. The idiot. commercials make it seem like if you put on Dawn, you're going to be surrounded by ladies. But in actuality, <laughs> you put on Dawn, and everyone's like, oh, God, Dawn. Oh, uh, yeah. That means he was covered. Uh, no one was hurt by the torrent of wine, but it did reportedly flood at least one cellar. Local official, which I gotta say, if you're one, coming that's home, it? if yeah, you're a Portuguese <laughs> man and you're coming home and you're just like, what happened? Like, <laughs> oh, why is it so red in here? Uh, local officials are now working to repair the damage done and also to prevent the alcoholic liquid from affecting local farms, vineyards, and water supplies. Um, the large amount of wine was being stored in the distillery through the government's crisis distillation program. <laughs> which aims to use incentive funds to remove a glut of wine from the market pipeline before okay. this year's harvest. That it makes was slated sense. to be converted into alcohol. So yeah, they're so, so they're helping the economy. Is, but it made it sound like they were like thing. it made it sound like the the 
In America, we have a massive military because that's yeah. our doomsday prep. We imagine a future in which we'll need to deploy across the world. In Portugal, they imagine a doomsday scenario in which all they of the wine that. is gone. And yeah. <laughs> that's their doomsday. And this is the part of the article where they throw shade at Portugal a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portugal has the world's highest wine consumption rate per capita. That's not shade. That's living. Bunch of wine. L I V I N. That's living. If it wasn't, hey, here's the thing. If it wasn't classy wine, if it was, I'm gonna go back to my Irish <laughs> roots and say, like, if a big thing of Guinness exploded, <laughs> they're just like, we are restoring all the Guinness because we were afraid we wouldn't have any. Then everyone would make fun of them. Absolutely. You think but all the Portuguese people are like, hey man, sluice me up, baby. <laughs> sluice it into my cellar. The please. sluice is loose. But. These are difficult times for wine producers across Europe. Portugal's wine consumption is in a freefall, down 34%. The European Union said this summer, citing inflation and other pressures. Large countries such as France and Germany are also seeing double-digit declines. And you know inflation's bad when Europeans are not fucking guzzling wine. That's, I will that's say, when you know it really hit their their pocketbooks. I will say that the, the sticker shock of going to any European country and seeing that a bottle of wine is literally two euros, I have oh, a yeah. hard time imagining how much that price could have possibly gone up. Is it up to three euros? Like, God forbid. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I'm more likely – because they don't – Information like that, you could it's very open-ended. You could draw a lot of conclusions based on that because mm-hmm. it's like maybe they're still drinking a lot of wine, but it's a little bit less. It's <laughs> a little bit less. <laughs> they, they Or they like stored a bunch or they're making their own. Like there's a lot of different yeah. things it could be. But I, I do like your thing of just like three euros? <laughs> Fuck that shit. In, you're like drinking <laughs> wine in this economy? <laughs> Can't do it. This is too expensive. I'm going to be breaking the bank. But it's like... <laughs> And that their like husband or wife is just like thank God <laughs> for inflation. We can the- afford to feed the children this week. <laughs> <laughs> what about bread? What about bread? <laughs> it's not what it, it's Wine not beer has yet. Calories That's free too. beer. <laughs> Come on, it's just grapes. You kids love grapes. <laughs> oh, but this tastes nasty. You'll get used to it. I have. Uh, but <laughs> but anyway, that was just some fun environmental stories that I kind of. We're funny. I don't know. And I'm going to say low impact. And hmm. that's what makes me happiest. That yeah. nobody got hurt. All these things seem to be in re- relatively benign. Yes. <laughs> and, you get some flashy news next- story. Well, you're about to be negatively affected. And I can't, I can't I promise that you're going to walk away unscathed. But oh, I will malicious. say, I feel like I've been personally waiting for this moment for a long time. And it's incredible that it's finally happened. This article wow. is coming to us from PRNewsWire.com. Doritos uh-huh. and Empirical launch first ever nacho cheese spirit. Thank you. We've <laughs> done it. <laughs> yeah, Wait, baby. Oh, no. Hold up. Time out. Time out. The, the, oh, that's a sp- So I'm going to say I'm, I'm not going to. This isn't ghost mm-hmm. spirits, right? This is wine. This is alcohol. This spirits. is alcohol. Because that both are equally insane to me. Just saying, we're having <laughs> nacho are, cheese yeah. ghosts is the same level of we're going to have nacho cheese vodka. Oh. <laughs> All right. This one comes to us from, I like they always put the location, Plano, Texas on December 12th. <laughs> like it's Indiana Jones, like the dots are going <laughs> the to dots, Plano, exactly. Texas. 
Doritos today unveiled a collaboration with the global flavor innovator Empirical. Empirical Cross Doritos Nacho Cheese Spirit. This limited time release offers offers a multi-sensorial, delicious beverage experience that smells and tastes just like the real thing, bringing the iconic flavor of Doritos Nacho Cheese Chips into the spirits aisle. (coughs) I can't can't even think about how bad that would be. That's because, oh, you sent me a picture. (laughs) This is the press release of it. The best part about the press release image is, you know, you have a cocktail and usually you take an orange slice and you put it along the side of the rim as as a garnish. This one just has a whole Dorito chip stuck onto the side of the glass. I don't know how you would physically manage that. You can't. You can't. I immediately was trying to that too. You imagine the bartender at the bar like, come on, come on. He's like, come on, just (laughs) He he gets it finally like, oh, I'm able to like kind of jostle it a little bit like do, 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 do. And then it goes. Like, <laughs> immediately cracks it. God damn it. Quote. But also, that's, oh, that's, I don't like the color of it. It's slightly orange. It looks like somebody watered down a white Russian, is I'm mm-hmm. going to s- describe mm-hmm. the, the color in the glass. Oh. We got a quote here, Will. Quote, no. Doritos is all about disrupting culture and bringing our fans unexpected, bold experiences said Tina Mahal, Senior Vice President of Marketing for Frito-Lay North America. We're always pushing for our fans to try new things, so we figure it's time we disrupt the spirits category by offering our iconic nacho cheese flavor in a bottle. I hate this so much. <laughs> this is also that they're using the PR talk for... This is the most, I, I think, telling of the... Or, like, the best example of PR talk versus what they're talking about. Because they're they're like we here at uh, Doritos, we are innovators. We are helping the world to change the world, one chip at a time. So that's why we made some nasty ass cheese wa- vodka for you all to guzzle down, so you get drunk enough that you don't notice that it's terrible. Listen, fifteen years ago, we had a brainstorming session where we said no bad ideas. All right. We put them all on a board, every single one. We ranked them in terms of how much we wanted to do them. And turns out we got to the bottom of the list and this was it. And we had to do it. We said we'd do everything on the list. We've tried partnering with Taco Bell. We've tried making a gelato. But no, we have to do this. This is what needs to happen now. Speaking of end of the list, could you imagine showing up at the at a party? Brought your own BYOB. BYB. You brought your Empirical. own thing. You take you you somehow got the chip on the edge. Yep. And you're walking around, you're talking to people. People are like, hey, what what do you got there? Why is this all cheesy? And you go, oh, no problem. And then you take the chip <laughs> off and you dunk it in like it's <laughs> cookies. <laughs> and, uh, and you go, it just, it's, I don't like the crunch. <laughs> I think do that you, would be my last joke. I think, I would, think that there's no way I could show my face in public after that. I think I would just would be like, go one. into the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be it. You think that. Bars that are serving using this, instead of doing a salt rim, they're doing a Dorito rim. Like, they're like, oh, would you like a Dorito rim? You're like, um, what? What was that? Excuse me? A what what now? bar are you What bar are you going to? Is it in, in the stall of a bar? <laughs> like, <laughs> in a bathroom know. stall? <laughs> uh. the, partner, the partnership marks a first-of-a-kind innovation for both brands that brings fans a truly new experience. To create the flavor, <laughs> the many flavor layers of the Doritos nacho cheese are extracted through Empirical's innovative production process, using real Doritos chips and retaining their essence through vacuum distillation. 
Unlike traditional distillation methods, vacuum distillation operates at lower temperatures, preserving the full spectrum of the flavors derived from Doritos. Why are you? Why are they talking about this like it's a filet mignon? It is a Dorito. The bowl, <laughs> like it is not. It's as simple as a sledgehammer. It's they're not, acting <laughs> as if they they didn't just take their spice mix that they rub on the chips and bring it over and stir it into some whiskey and call it a day. The the strange like ship of Theseus that's almost going on of creating a processed chip that has none like is already barely retaining any of its core components because like it's a tortilla (laughs) chip i don't think it has corn necessarily (laughs) maybe it does but then turning that into alcohol is just like and then you take that alcohol and you turn it into gummy bears and then you take (laughs) that and you turn it into like what what at what point do we just and then you make that into a dorito chip and (laughs) And then it goes full circle we're back (laughs) here's another quote quote empirical is an uncategorized spirits company so it allows us the freedom to experiment with really (laughs) interesting flavors and not have to be stuck in a gin box or tequila box or a whiskey box, says <laughs> Lars Williams, the chef, the chef slash distiller and CEO of Empirical. And we can take something that has a unique and amazing flavor like Doritos and evolve it into something completely new. The limited edition bottles of Empirical X Doritos Nacho Cheese Spirit will be available next month for a suggested retail price of... 65 US dollars online and in select oh New York God. and California markets. Are you fucking Pre-orders kidding begin me? on December 13th and let's see if they're let's see if they're uh sold out. Let's do a little quick th- quick through action here. For all the Europeans that uh this is what our prices are. When we're joking about <laughs> your low wine prices, this is what we have to deal with. 60 something dollars for <laughs> 65 dollars. I this motherfucker by the way being like we are not beholden to the laws of man or God. We are we are allowed to innovate in any way possible. What if this causes <laughs> government officials to finally embrace regulation? Of like, <laughs> this is the last they, straw. This yeah. is the straw that breaks the camel's back. <laughs> they're like, fine, all right, we've had enough. This the party okay, is over we're officially. Too much. Yeah, we're too. It's too much. It's too, too much. free of a market. <laughs> we have a couple of uh, co- suggested cocktail recipes here. We've got three. Oh. Oh, We've got wait. the double triangle margarita with uh, Doritos nacho cheese spirit, blanco tequila, uh, fresh lime juice, agave syrup. That sounds. Uh, I mean, it's lime juice and cheese. Have fun. Um, yeah, that's- <laughs> they've got a thing called the Mary Mary, which is their spirit plus tequila, tomato juice, lemon juice, Worcestershire sauce, celery. It's a, it's a Bloody Mary, but they called it a Mary Mary. I could see that slightly working just because it's more savory. Because it tastes but like a still pizza. Not be because great. you took a, a you took a tomato <laughs> thing and you started cheese to it. It tastes like yeah, a bowl of. It tastes like a glass full of spaghetti with parmesan. Are you happy with moment, that? Are you happy with yourself? The moment you said that, I was like, "That's absolutely going to be pizza flavored." No <laughs> 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 way, it's not pizza flavored. Oh man! And then they got oh. the Doritos Bangarang, which is their their cocktail. <laughs> they're not their spirit plus smoked sea sea salt plus grapefruit plus Pepsi. I don't know about oh, that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a big sound good. grapefruit, the tartest, uh-huh. <laughs> most sour with cheese. And the, oh, man, oh, I don't like that. I'm going to say, I'm just going to put my foot down and say, I don't like that. I don't like that. that well, thanks for sticking with me, even though you don't like that. I hope I hope our next segment, you like it a little <sighs> bit more. Mm, well, I mean, I haven't necessarily visited our next segment. But oh. I've heard a lot about it. Oh. 
because this is Conspiracy Query. Oh, we're back, baby. It's been a while. Yeah. We're back. It's been a minute. For, for people who do not know, because like you said, it has been a while because uh, of the current state of conspiracy, it has been a, a kind of a bummer <laughs> to, it's been a to bummer investigate how, yes. <laughs> a lot <laughs> exactly. of these things. It's getting a little, because like old conspiracy theory is like, I'm, I'm going to classify it as relatively benign. Yeah. Um, probably not, like, because like faking the moon landing, if, if they go out and harass the people who, like NASA scientists, that's not benign. But like right. the, the base thought is is harmless. Like it's right. but like a lot of conspiracy th- theories today are, are not that way. But I did stumble upon um one that made me go, huh. And then I started going into more research and I was like, this is a full conspiracy query. Okay. Thing. What do you know about Mount Rushmore, my friend? Oh, yeah, this has got to have a lot of conspiracies. Come on. How have I not thought about this before? Mount Rushmore. I'm going to go into uh, a quick overview of the history of uh, Mount Rushmore before we get into the actual conspiracy query. So this is a little bit Wikipedia story. And this is from National Geographic. And uh, very tellingly, the title of the article is The Heartbreaking Controversial History of Mount Rushmore. Hmm. Okay. Um, Provocative title. Yeah. Built on sacred Native American land and sculpted by a man with ties to the Ku Klux Klan, Oof. Mount Rushmore National Memorial was fraught with controversy even before it was completed 79 years ago on October 31st, 1941. Mount Rushmore pays patriotic tribute to four um, United States presidents, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln, with 60-foot-tall faces carved into a mountainside in the Black Hills of South Dakota. Um, over the years, the monument has been drawn protests over its location on indigenous land and a, a, a Hollywood controversy over an Alfred Hitchcock movie partially filmed on the site. Um, so let's get into the main, I think, crux of this is the, the stolen land angle <laughs> of, of right. uh, before it became known as Mount Rushmore, which I'm going to add in a little. Uh, I don't think they have this in the article. It's called Mount Rushmore literally because an attorney or something came out west to found a t- tin mine and they're like we'll name this after you that's like, all it took literally that's all it took. Jesus like Christ. his last name was rushmore um so but the lakota called this granite formation tunkasila uh sakip sac pa paha sorry i'm that's okay every, that's honest, already, honest best effort yeah I'd, <laughs> or six grandfather's mountain uh, it was a place f- for prayer and devotion for the native people of the Great Plains, explains Donovan Sprague, uh, head of the history department at Sheridan College in Wyoming and a member of the Cheyenne Chan- uh, River Sioux tribe. Uh, the mountain's location in the Black Hills was also significant. Quote, it's the center of the universe for our people, Sprague says, says uh, for Lakota, Chain Ch- Cheyenne? I, I Cheyenne. feel like I'm... Chayenne. Chayenne is probably, yeah, Chayenne. That's an Arapoho. So mildly uh, important. Yes. That's what they're saying. Uh, huge, huge, <laughs> hugely uh, important. Always, yes. Not even only spiritually important, it was also where tribes gathered food and plants and used it in building medicine. In the late 1800s, Euro-American settlers began pushing into the Black Hills, igniting a war with the indigenous population. The U.S. government signed the Treaty of Fort Laramie in 1868, giving the Lakota exclusive use of the Black Hills. Within a decade, however, this is this is like American history 101. Yep. This is the like I think this is also 
how indicative of Mount Everest is to the American experience. Even this backstory is so fucking American. You mean Mount Rushmore? Mount Rushmore. What did I yeah, say? Yeah. I, um, but it was uh, pushed into because gold was discovered in the region. Mm-hmm. And in 1877, the U.S. broke the treaty and took over the land, which is the story of literally every treaty we have with Native Americans. Um, what, quote, what happened with the Black Hills is so clearly theft in relation to the U.S. own laws, says uh, Christine G- Gishill, a professor of anthropo- anthropology at Iowa State University who has investigated the meaning of Mount Rushmore for Native Americans. Um, and then, of course, they, they want to make this a tourist attraction um, because it's it's in South Dakota, and for people not in the U.S., South Dakota has nothing else that I've heard of. So yeah. <laughs> it is not re- necessarily a, a wonderful place. Um, but the sculptor was a name by uh, Gutson Borglum. Gutson Borglum. Who, Classic Gutson man. Gutson Borglum. Um, the reason that they say he is involved with the Ku Klux Klan is he helped fund the Stone, Mo- Stone Mountain Project. Um, which I don't know anything was, about the Stone Mountain Project. I I think it was in Kentucky or Georgia, okay. um, and basically they wanted to do a Mount Rushmore for Confederate generals. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, but they eventually fired him, citing mismanagement of funds and quote his offense offensive egotism and his delusions of grandeur coming from people who are literally calling themselves white supremacists. Seriously, what the hell? <laughs> His sacking made national news when Borglum destroyed the Stone Mountain models and fled the state. So at least good on him um, for for not allowing them to, like, go through with it. But I, I think they might have done a, a – I know that there's a, uh, like, stone statue that they've done uh, in Georgia somewhere in that area that's kind of more confederacy. But I think it's a big horse or something. I forget, though. That, okay. This is half-remembered. This is not from the article. Um, so – so basically, he got the funding. They put the faces up, yada yada yada. So let's get into the actual conspiracy queries of this. Okay. So these are uh, for people who have not heard this segment because we have not done this in a while. Uh, I will be listing conspiracy theories having to do uh, with Mount Rushmore. They are either going to be in, in one of these. I have come up with myself. It is completely fake. Nobody said Ooh, this. Okay, <laughs> I've, all right. I've come up with. I'm and trying to spot the, the bad one. And some of these, uh, I'm going to say, have their own little conspiracy queries. So it's going to be uh, <laughs> conspiracy query within conspiracy query. Got it. Okay. Um, so number one, the monument was originally also going to have the president's torsos. Okay, it was going to be even bigger. It wasn't just going to be the busts of their heads. Yeah, it was going to be full torsos. Number two. There is a hidden bunker filled with American treasures hidden in in Mount Rushmore, like actually in. I if that isn't if if that isn't an existing uh, conspiracy theory, I don't know what is. Like that's you're, you're gotta be. Your foot down. It's like that's National Treasure One Hundred and One. Come on, Nick Cage, he's in there. Yeah. Uh, the land number three. The land is haunted by the spirits of the Lakota, uh, Cheyenne, and Arapoa Native Americans who are enraged at the theft of their land. Yep. Number four, there was uh, there were originally going to be completely different faces on the monument based on famous Wild West characters. Huh. Okay. And number five, there were supposed to be more faces than the four that we have. Interesting. 
It's interesting. So this is conspiracy theories. This isn't real. Because the no, the Wild West one is crazy to me because I think that it was built. These are. Did you these give are, me a date? Did you give me a date when it was when it was carved? Uh, it was that? carved in like the 1920s to the 1940s. Okay, so Wild um, West characters would be interesting because there wasn't consensus popular media at that point. There wasn't like and, TV and radio drama that we had quite yet. This is, and I'm going to say some of these are conspiracy theories. Like the the internal <laughs> double uh, conspiracy queries are going to be more conspiratorial. These sure. do have some like real fact to them. These right. are more baseline than the, the internal ones. All right, so we've got... Torsos, no. we've got treasure, we've got hidden bunker, hidden spirits, bunker, spirits haunted being haunted, spirits, yeah. um, yep. and different faces, wild yep. characters, and more faces. Okay. I think that the real ones are, de- the real conspiracy theories are the treasure bunker, mm-hmm. uh, Indian spirits, Native American spirits. I definitely think that's a real conspiracy theory. I think that... Mm, more people is is probably more more people is probably a is probably a conspiracy theory i'm leaning either torsos or wild west characters i'm gonna say wild west characters i'm gonna go with my gut here i my, that one stuck out to me as like i don't know if anybody's thinking about that is it specific is it is that why you're like that? It was specifically Wild West characters? Because the timing in my mind doesn't quite match up. But maybe people who are coming up with conspiracy theories are just dum-dums. And they don't think about these kind of things that deeply. And they're like, yeah, it's got to be Buffalo Bill and like <laughs> like Billy the Kid and like things like that. I'm going to I'm going to tell you the answer. You are incorrect. Theo. Oh, jeez. All right. S- surprisingly, the one that you're probably the most sure of, uh, the Haunted Spirits one is the one I came up with. That's the one you came up with. Okay. And I'm... I'm going to say that this is, I have not seen any conspiracy theories <laughs> that have to do okay. with the ghosts. Um, but let's go through uh, some of these. Uh, one, the monument was originally supposed to have President Sorso's quote from National Geographic. Borglum hoped to carve the presidents down to their waist and chisel a description of the memorial next to them. But when it became clear that there wasn't enough space for the latter, he decided to build a, uh, or, yeah, he decided to build a room behind the faces to hold the U.S. historical artifacts, which gets into number two. Hmm, okay. Uh, there is a hidden bunker. Uh, this is a known fact from its creation. It is called, or it was going to be called the Hall of Records. I don't know if that's, it's like basically called that. Um, it's kind of unfinished. Uh, because but there part is of the like a art- secret room? Part of the article that I, uh, that I didn't get to is basically he, they ran out of funding um, because he <laughs> we, ran out of room. we run out of funding for your secret bunker. Yeah, dude, cut that from yeah. the budget. What are we doing? <laughs> you were, you were saying exactly what the U S Senate said, where they're like, I'm sorry, we didn't pay for a fucking yeah, bunker. I, right. We paid for faces on a mountain, please. We didn't and they're, to... they got a funding. After right. <laughs> but, um, in 1938, uh, Borglum began blasting a 70 foot tunnel into the mountain for his hall of records. Worried about funding as war loomed in Europe, however, the U.S. government ultimately instructed Borglum to hold off the hull until the four phases have been completed. Um, And he never got to finish it before his death. But uh, the National Park Service placed a titanium vault in the floor, filling it with information on, uh, on certain things. And that brings us to our second, our internal conspiracy query about this. Mm -hmm. What do people say is in the vault? Is it uh, A, the Constitution? And uh, this is similar rules of I made one of these up. Okay. Uh Um, A, the Constitution. 
B, the Declaration of Independence. Three, uh, or C, unseen advanced weapons. Uh, D, ultra-classified documents. E, uh, blackmail materials against government officials. F, uh, the frozen bodies of former presidents. Or G, does G get, <laughs> or a UFO. I think you made up blackmail materials. Because I think everything else seems more reasonable. Because people are more interested in, like, weapons and uh, aliens and historical documents than blackmail is like, I don't think, I don't think that's too, too vague. So I'm going with, I'm going with that one. You are once again incorrect. Damn. Although this is a, this is a hard one because they all sounded fucking wild. Uh, I came up with the frozen bodies of former okay. presidents. <laughs> okay. Because I was thinking about Dis- uh, Walt Disney. Yeah, <laughs> and having Lincoln in Lincoln's head would be amazing. Would be, <laughs> yeah, that would be a Futurama bit. <laughs> yeah, I was also thinking of Futurama because I was going to yeah. say their heads are <laughs> in jars. Um, so the going past the land was haunted. Uh, number four, there was originally going to be different faces uh, based on Wild West characters. Hmm. Uh, Doane Robinson, known as the father of Mount Rushmore, wanted to highlight local history and therefore wanted. Buffalo Bill Cody, Meriwether Lewis, William Clark, Lewis and Clark, mm-hmm. uh, and Red Cloud, a legendary Lakota leader. Some other names suggested were Sacagawea, John C. Fremont, and Crazy Horse. Which, well, now that you uh, say it, though, any of those names might be more appropriate than the Founding Fathers, honestly. I, I for that locale. They have a, a monument to Crazy Horse, I think, and it is yeah. bigger than the faces uh, of... Uh, oh, is that right? In, it's in the same state. I think they said it was like 30 minutes away or something. Oh, crazy. But, okay, I didn't know that. Don't cite that for me. But um, but I'm going to... So they're, they're going supposed to be more faces. This is... I'm going to put lot this in with conspiracy of people just throwing out shit. Yeah. Um, what do you think of presidents? What president do you think is number one? On the uh, of people polled, what do you think people say this president should be the next one? John Adams is he up there? Is he already on the? He's not on there, is he? No, he is not, not John up Adams. There. Oh, is it John Adams? No, the the people that people floated the most was JFK. That's too recent, isn't it? John F. Kennedy. Well, the the whole deal of the because it it was very interesting that they had a actual reason for each president of why they put each president. Okay. And it was supposed to be this founding of the country, which is George Washington. Right. Um, the expansion of the country, which is Thomas Jefferson, Thomas which Jefferson, is the right. Louisiana Purchase. Purchase, yep. The preservation of the com- country, which Lincoln. is Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, and then okay. also the kind of, yeah. also kind of Lincoln of like, right. he, he did anything to, uh, hold on to the union. And cause right, it yeah. to, um, the official fifth one that they actually brought to like Congress to to get it signed off on was uh, Susan B. Anthony. Oh, okay, sure. Which I was like, th- that's a pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pick. <laughs> that's a good pick. Um, but it was a little too late, and also there's a lot of talk about that. There's not enough stone face um, to add another person. Yeah, like that. I read a lot of <laughs> articles about people discussing whether you could actually put you another could feasibly face. do it. Yeah, some people say. They also have – now we're getting into the stupid ones. Okay. I'm going to say these are full-on stupid. <laughs> um, Barack Obama and Bill Clinton's also topped polls. Okay. Well, um, how? Wait, when did they take these polls? It must have been pretty recently then. Yeah, it was pro- I, I don't think they said. But uh, when asked about it, Obama quipped, I don't think my ears would make it. He told reporters <laughs> a reference to his brother features. Absolute legend. There's only Absolute so much legend. rock up there. 
Legend of uh, a man. I don't think Bill Clinton commented. Um, Trump also, in the most Trumpian fashion possible. Did he nominate himself? I'm not going to say the quote. He did nominate. He said, people are going to ask for it. And I'm not going to say anything. Like he literally I've said, heard I'm not people are asking it, for it. But, Listen, we're talking but, about it, are we? But if everybody says I should be up there, then maybe I should. Right. Like, um, people also pointed out Ronald Reagan, and this started being a, pushed after his second term. That's like very after weird. he started his second term, like in his presidency. Um, I think there's been some some modern reckoning with how terrible. Ronald Reagan was in some of his policies that would be like I'm that would be so a terrible like we we have the you know the the tools to realize that he was did a lot of bad things so let's not yeah. let's not memorialize him forever yeah he has an airport already and it's not good <laughs> there's an airport named out of him already this the the reason why that they gave is is he of that stature the answer is yes Norquist, chairman of the Reagan Legacy Project, told ABC okay. News, All the right. most biased person oh in the world. Oh my god. In, is in chocolate delicious? Yes, says Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reagan's was the most successful president of the 20th century. Once again, absolutely, totally debatable. Oh my god. He, uh, he took a country with, that was an economic collapse and militarily in retreat around the globe <laughs> and turned it completely around. And um, also the I other person... I have points to debate, to, to debate about that. Uh, the other person that they like go to is a a local Sturgis man, like a, a guy local from Sturgis, Michigan, <laughs> Michigan. Like, what? Who is this man? And he's he's like, I think that he should be on the the monument. Absolutely not. All right. Um, but that is the end of our conspiracy query. Not. I I know this was kind of like in actual conspiracy. The the main conspiracy is what the fuck is in that vault? Like mm-hmm. people people posed a lot of that was the thing that people got me know. into this. People are like, because I saw it was like there's a vault in Lincoln's head <laughs> that people think the the Declaration of Independence and also going with because he made a joke about uh, Nicolas Cage. The uh the second National Treasure movie is about this. Like yeah, it, has, the, it features it. Yeah, of course. Like this is this is an iconic American monument. So of course Nicholas Cage has been there plundering its bountiful treasures that the founding mm-hmm. fathers had. You know, stuck their gold and jewels. You know, that's that's the best use of all, all that. The gold <laughs> and jewels that the founding fathers had. But hopefully, your next segment's gonna be gold itself. Oh, it's gonna be gold and jewels and all that. It's very good. It's time to wake up, William. It's been a long time. Gold and jewels <laughs> down here. I I was just in a in a uh, a jeweler jewelry store and I was picking out a, a beautiful ring and, and then you were- I I felt a prick in my butt and then I <laughs> and then I fell and then you. I heard, you know, when you're out of it and you could hear people, I heard Mm -hmm. the employees going, do you know him to you? And then you're dragging me out. (laughs) Yes, he's my friend. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. I'll take care of him. And then then he dragged me down all the steps. I'm starting a citywide campaign to install hairdressers chairs that tip back. So that anywhere you go, if you can have a little Sweeney Todd situation, you could be dumped right into my dungeon. You know, so <laughs> be just be on the lookout for that. That'll be great. That's coming to a store in there, you soon. Getting a haircut and you just get tipped. Oh, all right. Whoa. Would you like to see some horrors? <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa. Well, this is, of course, taxidermy dungeon. Welcome. Please. The taxidermy shop. 
where Will must try to guess the prices of my wonderful items on sale. We have three items today for you, William. First okay. one awesome. is entitled Taxidermy Squirrel Mexican Senorita Dancer Lacehead Drape Fox Nove Lil LTY Reed. I don't know what those last things mean, admittedly. But um, is this a yeah, spicy mamacita? Spicy, oh, no. very <laughs> nice, Senorita. Okay, okay, this is I. Okay, there's multiple things I gotta say about this. One, it is a um, the upper half of it is on a on a mount. It like, is mounted like a uh, like, like a, a like a nice prize book. Yeah, like a deer's head. Um, it is wearing a red robe with hat, like it goes into a hat. With yes. what seems like traditional Mexican garb in like an earring thing, um, has painted nails. Yeah, like they took the time with rings and bracelets. Are you and able then, to see that there's actually it's holding a maraca? Are you able to see that? Oh, it's oh, I it kind of <laughs> blended in, and it has a rose in its mouth. And I think the funniest detail to me is that they were like, people aren't going to know it's a squirrel if it doesn't have the tail. So the tail is just sticking out the top of it, <laughs> straight like, up. Straight up, like it comes out of its like upper back. <laughs> and I don't. Mm, Here's the mm. description from the seller: new half gray squirrel wall hang with tail, Mexidan senorita dancer with rose in her teeth. Yes, they did say Mexidan. I don't know what Mexidan. it means. Mexidan. It's I'm gonna say good. that's a typo. That's <laughs> maybe, but it's pretty good. It's Mexidan. <laughs> Here it comes Mexidan. Uh, decorative head drape, fantastic southwestern earrings, diamond rings and bracelet, very unique, repaired flaw on chin under jaw, glass eyes, solid form, black eyes, red dragon. Oh, as always, 100% guarantee I'll pay for return shipping. I want you to be happy. Oh, thank you. I'm glad that you want me to be happy when I'm buying your products. It's all about you, the customer, Will. It's got a rose in its teeth. Beautiful little squirrel you can have for just a few dollars. I do love that. Did did it end with saying refunds? But Or did they go, no refunds? Like a lot of these. <laughs> they say, guarantee, I'll pay for return shipping. 100% okay, happiness so, guarantee. So they're, so that I think that's rare for these. Because I do think that they kind of go, you get this carcass. It's now yours. No returns. So, oh, are we going to get into the pricing? Do we got to talk about the price? Well, we always have to talk about price. This is, of course, um, this includes an or best offer, which is very kind of them. Mm. Um, you know, mm. thirty free 30-day returns. It was last updated on November 12th, if that helps you at all. I don't think it would. No. But it's uh, been listed for a little while. Oh, this is a tough one. Because I got to say, it's because we've commented in the past the smaller the animal usually the lower the price it's true but they added a lot of decoration i'm for what we've seen in this segment yeah it's it's relatively good looking it's higher production value than higher some admittedly value. than some of the items i have on offer some of these real stinkers will you know i've been sitting on a lot of my stock for a long time if you could please just buy something it would help me no i don't mm, I'm just window shopping. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a cool two hundred. This is hundred and fifteen dollars, which you know, Ooh. all things told, you know, it's, it's not terrible for the prices that we've seen on the show that are so fucking outlandish. That that is reasonable. 
like compared to somewhat reasonable next one up though you've got another opportunity taxidermy squirrel head and shoulder mount vampire draculo nosferatu <laughs> gothic whoa redfields we're getting into this and we're gonna send you over the image so that you can interact and you know play oh, along oh with yourself God. at home holy shit oh that is terrifying <laughs> Oh, I did. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So I this one is it. similar. Another wall mount. This is a, a, a wooden wall mount with a velvet backing, which is very yeah. nice. It looks like it, it is a, a velvet that is like a purpley pink. And it mm-hmm. looks like he's coming from a fucking portal from the like hell <laughs> sex dimension where he's just like, anyway, I'm Polly. If you want to like get in on this. It, okay. So he has <laughs> so many details that are freaking me yes. the fuck out. Um. So he has that portal, and then uh, he has a top hat on that has a a rim of further purple velvet. Purple velvet, yes. He's got two big old buck teeth. Buck, this is supposed fang, to be a, fang buck teeth. Fang vampire this, teeth. It is supposed to be a squirrel. I'm now realizing why they put the tail. It looks like a gopher. It does look like a gopher because he doesn't have the tail, right? He has a, uh, a doily thing around his neck that's like black with a gold chain that goes around and secures it you know very nice quality nothing else except for one the hands are all fucked up they've painted the 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 claws white for effect the the fingers are going everywhere i don't know what's going on with the the right or left hand i guess from his like everything's he looks like he has some kind of like scoliosis terrible disease like where his hands are just becoming this is him straight down the barrel another oh that's even worse staring straight at the camera the eyeballs are what really gets it for me they have the beady glassy eyes that are huge i was gonna say these are and they aren't like regular what you'd expect where it's black like it's completely black it is human ass eyes where it has the white (laughs) and then it's green it's a green big dot like it's doesn't even have pupils and it is giant fucking gantic and they like to like open up the eye socket like you could see it has a weird like rim around it and i think they just like shoved it in and it's terrifying are you ready for a description from the seller Oh, please do. Taxidermy, squirrel head, and shoulder mount, vampire, Dracula, Nosferatu, gothic, Victorian, Mm -hmm. funny, taxidermy oddities, Count Squirlock, (laughs) cruelty-free. Count Squirlock? Available now, this cute little blood-sucking squirrel named Count Squirlock. He is posed and styled in a manner reminiscent of Count Orlock from the old movie Nosferatu. He is extremely menacing. Such a deep cut because they were like, <laughs> I'm glad they put that in there. That's a little deep for me. I don't know. Yeah. Not that deep in that subculture. There was somebody who absolutely had a notebook full of, they had Dracula <laughs> at the top and then they had squirrel. The, and and then they like, had the How question mark, this? question mark. And they had the circle <laughs> around it drawing lines. Squirrelkula? Uh, this- it doesn't work. <laughs> This squirrel, unfortunately, met his end right in front of my house. Apparently, he dove headfirst from a power line with an acorn still clenched in his mouth. Oh, Oh, no. That's so sad. This is a comical and sad event at the same. So I decided to honor him in an equally amazing pose and outfit by first cutting him in half, lady. I was going to say, would you like to be honored by being cut in half and then posed like a sick mannequin? The squirrel is head and shoulders mount with its two front arms. The fangs are a single tooth from a raccoon, an eye of newt, a wing of bat. 
The eyes are glass and handmade by me. The hat is 3D printed and the collar was constructed by materials by me. He is mounted on a vintage oval frame, which is plastic but painted to look like dark wood. The frame is lined with a deep pink magenta fabric. The piece is eight and a half by seven by six inches. Mm, okay. And this it's is... time. I gotta say, is, is there more value that it is a raccoon tooth or does that... Because I... That made me more off put by it, but I. What think were I you hoping it? What were you hoping it would be? It'd just be fake. It would just be plastic. Ah, plastic. Because, uh, like in the taxidermy world, I don't think you'll have this insight. But to our listeners who are in the taxidermy world, send a email to segmentcitypodcast at gmail if having items from other animals increases the value. Like having a wreck, mm, like if it's genuine if, teeth. If it's a polymorphic sort of multi-animal experience. Is that more then valuable? Is more value? <laughs> if, if it has the, the organic parts. I'm mm. going to say this This seller seems kind of full of himself. Mm. I think they have a, a little bit of a, so I'm going to say it's more expensive than the last one, but I'm going to say this is a 175 This one's $315. Are you fucking kidding me? That is literally $200 more than the last one, and I like the last (laughs) one so much more. All right, one last one for you today that's truly going to never leave my mind's eye for the rest of my days. It's a truly, truly a gem. Don't, don't say it's that. It's entitled don't. Rusty Year 2000 Three-Foot Boy in Tuxedo Doll with no. Taxidermy Rabbit Head. No, 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 no. For no, no, your no, no. viewing oh pleasure. My God. <laughs> oh, no. No. Oh, he looks like a cartoon character. He even has cartoon proportions. What is this? Will, please, please explain to our listeners who at home have to have to oh, suffer through Christ. this. Oh, Christ. Okay, so this is mm-hmm. a... We have had these before, where it is a animal's head on top of a porcelain doll. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The other ones have been like baby doll, like dress, Victorian dresses, mostly. Mm-hmm. This one... It is more in proportion, like the head is proportional to the body, but the body itself is cartoon proportions, so the waist is, is thin. It's wearing mm-hmm. a waistcoat and like a fancy Victorian garb, Pinstrip but the hands, hands it's got a are cane. fucking massive, like massive cartoon hands, has a cane. <laughs> it but has then really has, gnarly hands. It's got some uh, big old beefy boy hands. It's nice. And then this rabbit's head, it looks, I don't know if it's looks mad if it looks content if it looks like it's it's about it's scowling if it's just like ah i can't tell because what also it looks like they colored it a lot because it's a gray rabbit head Mm -hmm. just kind of in a a weird its mouth isn't open it's not like it's just kind of mm. the eyes are blue yes like and frosty blue and the ears Um, are pink it's the same magenta like fabric that was on the mount of the last one it is latin <laughs> level of like pink, pink purple it is completely fake no animal has that so they obviously touched that shit up oh and i'm i'm just i'm threatened by it the fact that this this person also that they had the the <laughs> i just noticed this now that they had the thought process of well i wanted a background that's kind of you know not gonna get in the way, but also <laughs> ironing this sh- this sheet that they have 
out, out of, of the question. question. Yeah. It is you could see the fold lines of this like white <laughs> sheet in the background where they're just like, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that extra effort for this bullshit. Here's an item description from the seller. Oh, Rusty please. year 2000, three foot boy in tuxedo doll with taxidermy rabbit head, upcycled oddities for doll, real giant rabbit, dapper gentleman doll. This is giant this giant rabbit. This is a rusty doll a cop, with a copyright from the year 2000. It is 3.3 feet tall with a rabbit's head. I removed the doll's original head and replaced it with this gorgeous, gigantic rabbit. This head was mounted using traditional taxidermy mounting practices and is not freeze-dried or mummified. Its eyes are made of glass and are also handmade by me. The craftsmanship on this doll is the best I've ever seen. Its clothes are hand-stitched. Every detail is finely crafted and bespoke. Apparently, the doll alone sells for $450 to $550. The doll itself is truly a work of art, and I made him even better by ripping off his head and turning him into a bunny. (laughs) (laughs) And adding organic parts. Yeah, that'll definitely... He comes with a detachable walking cane, which is made from real wood and is decked out with ornate metal embellishments. He comes complete with a personalized stand, so he stands upright. I added Velcro to the shoes and stand for added stability. The doll is huge and heavy and will therefore be expensive to ship. The rabbit was raised on the farm in North Carolina and lived happily free range until until it was consumed by humans. Have fun with that. We decapitated this motherfucker and we consumed his body and then mounted his head on a in a parody of and ourselves. And now we'll sell it for profit? Yes, yeah, and for sure. Soaking in our own uh, egotism, we're going to put his head onto a human body. Yes. I, I looked up Rusty Dolls. Uh-huh. Um, these are some fancy-ass dolls. They didn't mention the eyes, did they? I didn't hear. They said they, they had glass eyes, but they didn't. they didn't quite mention the color of them. Because I think they must have taken the the doll's eyes. Because I'm going to send you an image of one of the dolls close up, and the eyes are fucking terrifying. They are beautiful dolls, but this one oh, in particular Lordy. is okay. They that's some nightmare stuff. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah, that's probably ripped straight out and just stuffed right in the rabbit's eye sockets. Because you know, the, there's no space for delicacy around for being delicate around here. You know, it's just these are it's huge, all business. By the way. I'm, three and I, a half, three point three feet tall. Well, it's pretty. It's pretty I'm guy. sending you an image of if of it. In, oh, that didn't work. Um, yeah, it is. It is. I see an image of it, and it is definitely huge. <laughs> the base <laughs> dolls are fucking huge. Um, okay, this is this is so. So what they said is basically, I ruined a doll uh-huh. and I ruined a rabbit. Uh huh. Well, I ate a Buy rabbit it. and decided to use its head. Yeah, but but yeah. yeah. I'm going to sell it now because that's the capitalist world we live in. Yeah, so, so what uh, what you going to pay there, Will? Okay. The base price they, is like $500. That's the minimum mm, that I mm. would ever. I think mm-hmm. this person is egotistical enough to get it up to 650 This one, 550 you know. 550 Right in the wow. ballpark you were talking about, but not, they didn't over, they didn't overdo it. They still want to move this thing, you know? Yeah, they they knew they that they made a worse product because like these dolls, <laughs> they, the if shipping, they weren't so fucking Oh, but will the shipping is a hundred and four dollars, which puts what? you only in total only four dollars away from the real actual price you would have to pay. Wow, that's wow. so funny. I don't think I've seen a shipping price that high. It's that three and a half feet tall. I mean, it's huge. Three and a half, and probably but, but also hundred and hundred and four dollars. Jesus this Christ, is insane. 
absolutely well, insane. Well, you're free to go this time. You're finally done with this because, oh, thank God. you know, I can only do so much for you. You need to get better at this game and start, you know, hitting home runs every time. <laughs> and <laughs> I do like that you just kind of turn into Tommy Wiseau of just like, all right, come back later. You but also, now. you're my least favorite also, customer. Yeah, I'll see you later. All right. But this is all the wacky content that you expect from Segment City. But now the wackiness comes to an end because we're at the end of the episode, Theo. We are. I have one no. closing comment. Yeah. Which is you better pray to Jesus or whatever God you worship that I never hit the lottery. Because if I do <laughs> and it's all Monopoly money, I'm oh, buying wow. you every single one of these. Stop. They are all getting sent directly to your house if I ever hit the lottery. This is how I lose all my millions. They're going to do a, a TLC <laughs> episode, how this man lost his millions. It's going to be on taxidermy eBay, paying gonna... $104 for shipping for this to send it to my, to my stupid friend. <laughs> The only man more embarrassing than that guy that was like, I bet my my biggest OnlyFans contributor. <laughs> like, it, that's the only person more embarrassing. But, you know what's not embarrassing? Uh, sending us segments that you think we would love and would you would love to hear us talk about. Send mm-hmm. them to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Hit up our Twitter, Segment City. Our YouTube is Segment City. And if you enjoyed this episode... Leave us a star rating. Leave us a review. We'd love to see them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also, we have a very special thank you. Send it to somebody in particular. That'd be Rachel Robinson. She she does our intro music, which is fantastic. And she has other music that you can check out wherever you listen to your regular music. Because we're in the streaming age, baby. We are. And some say... What are you going to say? That she's only 3.3 feet tall. Some say. (laughs) Some people say that. I've met her in real life. Are you saying that she has platform shoes? I'm just saying some people say that. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm saying. You're turning into our our former president. Some people have been saying that I would be great on the Mount Rushmore. (laughs) It'd be amazing. (laughs) But now we're going to end with a list of unusual deaths. All right. We've gotten up to 1687, where we have John Baptiste Lully, who died in March the 22nd. The French composer died of a gangrenous abscess after accidentally piercing his foot with a staff while he was vigorously conducting Te Diem. Oh it no! A, <laughs> oh no! It was a customary. It was customary at the time to conduct by banging a staff on the floor. Oh so my literally, God. he went like, "Bum, bum, 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 bum. Oh no! Oh, oh my <laughs> Ouchie. God! Ouchie, uh, mama! He refused to have his leg amputated so he could still dance." But now he can't dance. He's tap dancing in his fucking casket, though. Oh, my (laughs) God. (laughs) Imagine, when I'm reading that, I did have the thought of, like, because one of my fears is dying for a stupid reason. Like, just something, like, I (laughs) just died from stupidity. And this seems like it's The legitimate life fear? Yeah, that's not great. All of these are unusual deaths, a.k.a. stupid deaths. Don't go out this way. Some of them, yeah, some of them are, are bad, but this one especially is he's like, but I can't do the square dance anymore. Like, what, what <laughs> I can't doing, do that, that medieval palm to palm thing we do. I oh, love that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 1687. What is he doing? Come on, dude. But he's banging a fucking. Ju- How heavy is this staff? Why is the perfect staff walking stick? So you ever, as a kid, you were hiking, you'd find the perfect walking stick. <sighs> Good and times. your parents make you get rid of it at the end of the oh. hike. I mean, what are you going to do? Bring it home? This is the last thought of the podcast. Mm-hmm. There was um, a there's a type of like reed 
kind of thing that looks like bamboo a little bit, but it's not bamboo mm-hmm. um, that would show up in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And boy, boy, I would get that motherfucker. I would get those. And I had so many sword fights with like oh, yeah. little hollow tubes. Oh, yeah. And then because they look like the the blow dart tubes. Like, yeah. you, I'd also do that where I would like, try to <laughs> just make pretend noise to. Like, yeah. Um, but those are the fights I would have. But that wouldn't pierce your foot. This is a fucking heavy ass <laughs> conductor's staff. And well, waddle on back here for the next one, you know. Waddle on back. Waddle on. You fans? come back. Listen, you come back now. You're here. You all come right. back. Oh, you come on back oh, now. You, you're here. You fat piggies, waddle on back. Come on for your back. Next Piggly wigglies, come on back now. You're here. <laughs> come back for your slap next time.